Welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. So this week's message is all about the most powerful spiritual practice we can do, one that is so easy to do in a way, but so easy not to do for so many reasons that we're going to go through in today's message so that you can benefit from this immensely powerful practice instead. What it's all about is one line from, you know the book that I follow by now, and it's a line from the course that says, let me not think that I can find the way to God if I have hate in my heart. So let me not think that I can find the way to God if I have hate in my heart. Like that just melts my heart almost. And if you're thinking, God, but I don't resonate with that word, then let me not think I can find the way to love, to everything that I've ever wanted, to abundance, to prosperity, to health, to wealth, to happiness to perfect self-expression if I have hate in my heart because it blocks everything. And it's important because we don't see the link. So we don't see the link between some hate that we might have towards somebody at work, in the office every day and how that impacts our health. Or say if we have hate and resentment and anger within our hearts towards our husband and we don't see the link of how that could be impacting our career, for example. We think everything's very separate. That's my work life, that's my career, that's my health, that's my spiritual life, that's my marriage, this is my money. And they are so interlinked and so interconnected because it's all energy. And what is the most common denominator in all of those areas? Us. It's us that shows up. It's about how we show up in any situation. So in order to benefit from the most powerful spiritual practice there is, we hear about all of the others, we hear about meditation, We hear about breathing, we hear about prayer. This one we hear about, and it's talked about a lot throughout all the different deep spiritual texts that are available to us. But it's one of them that is, I always find it's not as as most commonly practiced. It's not as commonly practiced, that's what I'm trying to say. And it's a shame because this is the one that is really powerful. If you feel like you are blocked somewhere, that you want more in your life, that you want to achieve more, you want more love, more intimacy, more connection, more joy, more passion, more money, more health, and you haven't got it, then there's a block. And the block isn't outside of you, the block is inside of you. And we can spend years And we can spend a lot of time and heartache and a lot of money going round in circles trying to work out what is wrong. 
And the first place to start is right within us. If you've been following my work for any length of time now, you'll know that my whole philosophy is working from the inside out. That's what we do in the book. That's what we do in these episodes. It's everything that we embody. It all starts with us. And that takes that takes a few moments to let that sink in, doesn't it? Because we almost want it to be the universe's fault or God's fault or our parents' fault or the teacher at school's fault or our husband's fault or our wife's fault. But actually taking responsibility and looking at any situation and wondering what our part is, is it, what part has created whatever situation we're in what is our part in it and when we are happy all right we might be quite resistant but when we're willing to do the work and see what our part in any drama in any chaos is in any situation even if our part is only 10 percent, then that is the bit we can work on and that is the bit that will remove any blocks So imagine now, if it's safe for you to do so, close your eyes and go within and just bring to mind anybody that annoys you. Anybody who you might even say you're angry against, you might hate. Anybody even who you have had negative thoughts and feelings about today. It could have been somebody that took your parking space, somebody at work. It could be a family member that's frustrating you. It could be somebody that in your mind, you are mentally bashing for something they've done. They might never know that you're thinking these thoughts about them. Even if it's criticism internally, condemning them internally, complaining internally, It's quite an eye-opener to do this exercise, to go within and to look at how much we hold in our hearts that isn't love, that is blocking all of that goodness. Because here's the thing, we can have a grievance or we can have a miracle, but we can't have both. And when we think if only they would change, if only my neighbour would change, then everything would be okay. If only my husband would stop behaving like this and get help, then everything would be okay. If only this person hadn't left me, if only this situation hadn't happened, if only this, that, the other, if only somebody else changed their behaviour or did something differently or didn't do something, then everything would be okay and I would potentially be happy. But that is just an illusion. That is just holding on and never healing, never releasing the blocks and never experiencing life. So we can be, we're almost, we almost believe that heaven, if you're anything like me, you think that heaven and hell are places you go to when you die. So if you've been good, you go to heaven. If you've not been good, you go to hell. But to me, And all the work that I've ever studied that really resonated 
explains that a kingdom, so the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of hell, is a mindset. So this is before all of the psychology came out. This is before any fancy terms and any modern day literature. Heaven and hell. So heaven is peace, love, joy, where we see the good in other people, where we create a space for other people to be brilliant, where we see the good in ourselves. Hell is what we can create in any moment when we think without love. And then we wonder why we're in so much pain. So it's not that hell is where we go to when we die if we've not been good. We can live in hell right now. You must have been in a situation where you've thought, this just feels like hell, this is awful. So it's here right now. And one thing that we tend to get stuck on is that if something changed, if somebody, if a circumstance, if something else changed, an event, a job, a person, then we would be okay. And that is what blocks us. It's easy not to do this practice because it's hard to accept that we may be the cause in what isn't working in our lives. That isn't easy to take on board and we resist it and we will do anything else possible than to do the work. So if you've got any thoughts coming into your mind now, like, oh, I'm busy, I need to go and do something else, or I'm not sure this is that powerful, or it's not me, I've not done anything wrong, then I would encourage you to sit with it and keep going because a lady, a client I was speaking to the other day said that the devil is in, is in you. Now for me, I don't believe that there's a devil out there. The only devil, the only enemy is us, inside of us, is us when we're not thinking well when we're not thinking with thoughts of love, when we're thinking with thoughts of fear. So inside of us, we have got the Holy Spirit, which is our beautiful spirit. When we're feeling great, where we see the good in other people, where life is working, that's a spirit. That's a way, a mental way of being that's within us. An energy state that we can be in, that gorgeous spirit it's vibrant, it's alive. And then you've also got inside of you the destructive one, the one that holds back that voice of doom and gloom, of fear, of procrastination, of doubt, of second guessing. This is all inside of us. It's not something else that comes in us. It's us when we think without love. So, Today, we're going to look at the two ways that we can change all of that. And again, it's really powerful, almost that powerful that we can't get our heads around it because we almost can't see the results. Even though we do experience results because we don't, we might not see it immediately, then we kind of discount it. Although the women that I've got on the course, on my course at the minute, who are on day five or six of doing this, have had a breakthrough the very next morning after just doing this once. 
So it can happen really quickly, but our brain almost doesn't want to compute that this is why. It's almost like a fluke. Oh, it's just coincidence. Oh, it won't be long lasting. It won't, it, we, we can't sustain it. It was a one-off. But maybe it was a one-off because we only did it once. If we're to do this practice, this powerful spiritual practice every single day, it's like having a shower. So we have a shower, we brush our teeth, we clean ourselves every day. This, this is like cleaning our heart and our mind every single day. Like that's the most important thing to clean. And all right, people might not agree with us when they smell us and we don't smell that great. But this is the most important part of us to clean up what is going on in our hearts and what is going on in our minds. What anger, what hate, and what resentment do we hold within our hearts? Let me not think I can find the way to God, to love, to everything that I've ever wanted if I have hatred in my heart. And remember that even mild annoyance signifies inner rage. So it signifies that there's something deeper going on. So if we're triggered and we become angry, it shows that there is more going on underneath the surface. That's almost like the tip of the iceberg. And we can be angry for so many reasons. We can have rage, we can have anger, resentment, hate towards people through perceived loss. So if we feel like we've lost a friend, a partner, a marriage, if we've lost a baby, if we've lost a relationship, the loss of anything, the perceived loss of time, money, loved ones, miscarriages. We can be angry to God, to the government, to the schools, to teachers. We can be angry to how people have treated us and spoken to us. Even that could be 10 years ago or three years ago or yesterday and we can still be carrying it with us. And we can have anger at what others have done and even what they haven't done. And it's almost like we have this huge expectation placed on other people of what we think they should do and not do, how we think they should behave and not behave. But we'll see later on what this intense focus on other people is just doing and it's not benefiting anybody. It's certainly not benefiting us. So let's get into it. How do we do it? How do we embrace and really benefit from the most powerful spiritual practice? So the first part is all about forgiveness. That beautiful F word that we've heard about, we're told, oh, forgive and forget. But how often do we actually do that? Have you got anything in your heart now that you're not forgiving? Is there anything, any situation, any event, anything that somebody said, any loss, any anger, any hate, any resentment? Have you got anything in your heart now, even towards an animal, even towards somebody years ago, even to somebody in the supermarket today that upset you? towards a disagreement that you've had? Have you got anything in your heart where you condemn someone? You put somebody down? 
you complain about them, you criticise them. And that word forgiveness, it's not just a fancy word and a fancy spiritual practice that doesn't do anything. This creates deep, profound change. So we're going to go through some examples now so we can actually really benefit from it while we're here. Again, it helps if you can focus on this, really focus on this exercise now. If you can't, then just listen if you're driving and then come back to it when you've got time to really let yourself go into it. So let's do a few examples now because the universe is intentional and it's there to help and support us and it supports us based on whatever energetic state we're showing up in. So it's not biased. It doesn't think, oh, she's not feeling very good today or he's in a bad mood today. I'll not create that. We create whatever we're feeling in that moment. We just keep recreating it, which is the mad thing, really. And it's almost like a catch-22 that we we almost can't get off the roller coaster because we're low, we're thinking with anger and hate. Even if these are subtle emotions, it might not be that you've got so much rage against somebody all the time, but you might just look at somebody and get annoyed at them constantly. It could be, and this happens a lot in intimate relationships, when I'm working with couples and it's not like they're mad at each other all the time, but they get frustrated with each other and they complain about each other and they put each other subtly down. You know, these thoughts, these feelings, these behaviours and actions can be subtle. We almost become so used to them that we don't realise that it's a habit and it's a habit that isn't serving us. And that's why listening to messages like this helps us to really break habits, really disrupt patterns and really change them. So let's do it now. So again, when it's safe, when it's safe for you to do this exercise, it helps to close your eyes and it helps to place your attention on your heart. And I want you to bring to mind now anybody that you have thought unkind words about you've had unkind thoughts about. In your mind, you might have been going over something that they've said to you. You might be thinking, how dare they say that? Now feel that feeling that comes with that annoyance to somebody else. That energy is what you are creating more of. So instead, what we do is we ask for forgiveness. So forgive me for all the thoughts I've had about you that are unkind. Feel the energy change. They were doing their best you were doing your best. Forgiveness doesn't mean to say that you will be walked over or that if you are being treated badly, 
you need to stay and let it happen again. Forgiveness doesn't mean to say that you condone anybody's behaviour. Forgiveness sets you free. My teacher always taught it as we forgive out of self-interest. Because it's like any sort of unkind words, any condemnation, any criticism we have about somebody else. We can, be ha we can have it on repeat during the day. A few days ago, I remember something that somebody said to me. And about five or six times during the day, I caught myself going over it again. And we almost don't realise that that's what we're doing. But that, then we're just creating more of that. And if it's not exactly the same situation, it's situations and circumstances with that same low level energy in our life. So we forgive out of self-interest because even if that person in that moment, they were just doing their best in that moment, they were just saying what, what was right for them. The woman in question for me was just speaking her truth. I got offended by it. I was replaying the situation over and over and over and over again in my head. And having those unkind thoughts about somebody almost makes us feel better for a little bit. I'll, I'll show you, I'm working it out in my head and I'll show you that I'm right. And we think that we've got, we're whole, we're, we think that we're placing all of this negativity on them. So it's almost, it's described as a sword and we think this sword is above their head, but it's not. The sword, the damage is only hurting us. It's above our head. And it stays with us until we forgive. So we forgive out of self-interest because more than anything else, we deeply want to be happy. We deeply want to feel love and intimacy in our lives. And it all starts with us. So instead of going over situations in our head, what we could have said differently, why they said it, who are they to have said that? We can forgive, we can forgive them. I forgive you for what, for what happened. And we can ask them for forgiveness as well. For our condemnation of them. And you might think, well, they don't know that I've had these bitchy thoughts in my head for the last few days. But all minds are joined, we're all energy. You know, when you walk into a room and you just know what's going on, you just sense something. It's because we're all one, we're all joined. So if we hurt somebody else, we just hurt ourselves. And yes, it feels great to give it back to them for a little while, but it doesn't feel great for that long. And then we carry that burden around with us. So we forgive and we let go. And we go past the illusion of somebody's behaviour in this material world. Everybody comes to this world and is acting here from wounds. From what they did or didn't get from when they were younger. And it's all replaying out. And when we listen to messages like this, when you're on this path, you're being asked to look past somebody's words, somebody's behaviours, because in that moment... They might have been triggered. 
They might be going through their own stuff. And it's about seeing past what they are doing in that moment and seeing the truth beyond it, that beyond it, they are somebody like you that just wants to be loved. But we rub each other up and then we just see the bad in people and then we wonder why life doesn't work. So we're being asked to look, look beyond the behaviour, look beyond the drama. If your mind is now saying, yes, but you don't know what they've done, you don't know what they said, forgive out of self-interest because you want to be free. So another example is think now, bring to mind anybody who you are angry towards. Maybe they just anger you, they do something that triggers you. And you feel that anger within you. And you find that when you lash out or when you replay over in your mind, it feels slightly cathartic, quite nice in a way. But deep down, you know that it's only hurting you. So yes, you might have every right to be angry and you might have every right to say, no, I want my keys back. We're not living together anymore. but you do it from a place of forgiveness as well. Knowing that if you keep that bond between you, that it will always be there and it will just drag you down. So you ask them for forgiveness. You give them your forgiveness as well. And instead, you aim to see the love within them instead. Blast them with love, even if you're struggling to find any love towards them. Your intention is everything. Inhale through your nose, exhale, release and let go. And finally, as another example, Bring to mind any experience where you've had a fallout with somebody. It might be a parent, a partner, a family member, a neighbour. Notice who the person is. Notice that energy that you've been giving off. The thoughts, the feelings, the emotions the energy that is backing it all. Ask them for forgiveness for your part in whatever has gone on and send them your forgiveness as well. And aim to look behind everything that's gone on knowing that beyond what they're showing, beyond their behaviour, beyond their actions, is a person that is deeply longing to be loved. Somebody once said to me, if you knew someone's deepest pain, you would be able to love them more easily. 
again somebody may have hurt you a lot and it may not be right to forgive and then let them back in your life but forgiveness sets you both free we forgive out of self-interest So instead of wishing somebody else would change or hoping something else would change, we go within and we change ourselves. Because more than anything, if you're anything like me, you've struggled for a while, you've not felt good for a while, you've had low energy, low moods, maybe you've been anxious, depressed, maybe you've had health issues and you more than anything just want to feel deep inner peace, contentment, happiness and health. And by holding the sword over anybody else, holding that unforgiveness and blame, anger, hate and resentment, however subtle, however we dress it up, it only blocks us. It only stops our joy. It only hurts us. So inhale, breathe in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. And let these words resonate in your heart. I release all that is unlike love. I release all anger, hate and resentment. I fully and freely forgive. I loose and let go. I let go and I let the power of the universe do its perfect work of healing in my mind, my body and in all of my affairs now. And feel that love within your heart and feel it move through your body. Every cell is listening to us. Every cell resonates with love and vibrates with love. And when we get to feel this state, even if it's only 5%, if we can keep doing this and keep feeling that love, and keep feeling it in every cell, spreading through our body, giving it to other people, even though you may feel that if you give love, you'll be left with less. But that's another spiritual principle that we've got mixed up. The material world teaches us that if we give something away, we no longer have it. But spiritually, we can only have what we give. When we give love to somebody else, we think we're left with less. So because we feel like we've not got much love within us, we better hang on to every little scrap of love we've got when the opposite is true. If we start to give love even to a neighbour, to somebody on the street, to somebody that serves our coffee every day, to somebody that we really struggle with and they trigger us deeply, even if we can only give them 1%, 5%, whatever it is, 
We give them that love and we get it back in abundance. Only what we are not giving can be lacking in any situation. If there is something not there, if there isn't love in a situation, it's because we're not bringing it. And this leads me on to the second point. That what we see in other people is what we see in ourselves. So a lot of the time we go around and we see other people as limited. So we see, and this happens very clearly in intimate relationships, which is why I love working with couples. Because it's very subtle again, but each person is looking at the other person as limited in some way. So not good enough in certain ways. They're not bringing enough, they're not doing enough. They're not showing this, they're not showing that. They're not showing up in a way that the other person expects them to. And we also do it where we don't see the potential within somebody. We see them as limited. But this is the problem. Because again, it starts from the inside out. So if we see somebody else as limited, it's because we believe we are limited. So if we see in somebody else and we think that they're not good enough, or that they're not doing enough, or that they're not bringing enough to the relationship, then the relationship is a big mirror of us. It's just a mirror. Again, we go back to the blame. We go back to blaming the other person for their part in it, but without looking at our part in it, without seeing that what we see in somebody else is a reflection of what's in us, the good and the bad, the things we hate about somebody else is a reflection of the things we hate inside of us. That's why it all starts with us. And this concept can be really, really hard to accept. Again, forgiveness, seeing the good in people, going past somebody's behaviour, going past the illusion, the drama, the chaos to the love beyond them, takes time. It sounds easy, but we have so much resistance. It's, it's almost easy to do, but it's so easy not to do because we resist it. We think it can be, it can't be that powerful. I mean, what if you're thinking now, all right, this sounds great, but you don't know what they've done. And I get it. I work with couples every week. I work with men. I work with women. And they have been through some stuff. But again, it's not a case of... For example, if I'm thinking of one person now. And it's not to say that she will ever let him back in her life because of how he's treated her and the mental abuse and the physical abuse, the emotional abuse, the spiritual abuse, you know, it's not to say that through forgiveness work that she will say, okay, you know what, I've forgiven you now. I did Laura Jane's meditation the other night. I'm all spiritual and I've forgiven you. So move back in. Come on, I think it's right for us to get back together. This work doesn't make us dumb. 
it doesn't reduce our brain cells. It means that we are rising above it. We're going beyond that turmoil in the world within our minds. And we know that if we continue our life holding on to what we've been through, not forgiving, then it just affects us. It affects what we create in the future. Why would we want to hold ourselves any back when we've been through what we've been through? What if you're thinking, so many people come up when you did that exercise then. There were so many people that I'm angry about. There were so many people that I think unkind thoughts to. That is absolutely normal. It is so normal. When I do this one-to-one with somebody, they are blown away by the amount of people that come to mind, the amount of situations They almost can't believe how much low level, remember it can be really subtle, hate, anger and resentment they hold on to. It can be from years ago. It can be small things and it's all a habit. But don't worry if a lot of instances, a lot of people came to you then. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean to say that you're somehow (laughs) more negative than anybody else. It means you're aware and it means you're doing the work and it means you are going to really benefit from this practice. So take it as a good thing. And what if you resist this kind of work? What if you resist forgiveness and seeing somebody as unlimited and seeing yourself as unlimited too. What if you resist all of that? Then know that it is a habit and we can change any habit. Within, they say 21 days, I like to give it a bit longer to really get into that habit. So 30 days of forgiveness every single day, like we do brushing our teeth. I mean, how many days do you forget to brush your teeth? How many days do you not wash? You know, how many days do you not drink a drink to cleanse you inside? But we f- we forget to forgive and we go into the next day with yesterday's baggage and we just build on it and build on it and we wonder why we get to a certain age and we're like, why have we got these cement walls built around our hearts? Why are we blocked? Why are we stuck? Why do we re- keep recreating the same situations? And it's because... Forgiveness sounds so easy, it almost sounds like it's not that powerful when it is absolutely the foundation, one of the fundamentals, it's the most powerful spiritual practice, it is life transforming. You do this in your relationships and your life will transform. It's, I see it over and over again. I just, I just cannot get, I cannot explain to you how powerful this is. It doesn't need to be a massive practice every day. It doesn't need to be laborious. Just a few minutes with intention, focusing on the people of the day. One book, Charles Fillmore says, never go to bed at night without having done a few minutes of forgiveness. So working your way back through the day, who did you have unkind thoughts against? 
who did you have anger towards who were you frustrated with who did you fall out with where did you criticize condemn complain without doing that and just going back mentally forgiving people allowing them to forgive you blasting them with love instead instead aiming to say the love in me salutes the love in you i'm willing to see you differently i'm willing to see this differently if we do that we go to bed differently we will wake up more refreshed in the morning i guarantee it i get feedback all the time from from people that go through this from clients that go through this work and say they've woke up with miles more energy miles more focus clarity energy happiness focus and that can just be right at the beginning imagine 20 days down the line imagine 30 days down the line imagine a year of doing this a few minutes before bed a few minutes in the morning just to clean out your heart and your mind from any anger hate and resentment so let's go into a short five minute meditation now and let's really clear out our hearts and our minds and feel that love within us and with other it within other people instead because that is heaven on earth and we can experience it right here right now so enjoy the meditation and i will see you on the other side Okay, so sitting somewhere where you're nice and comfy, where you won't be disturbed. It helps to close your eyes and bring your attention onto your breath. So breathe in through your nose, exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. And now in your mind's eye, I'd like you to bring to mind anybody that you have been critical towards today anybody that you've complained about, anybody that you have condemned. And feel that energy within your mind and your heart. And aim to forgive the person for what you feel they did or didn't do. Say to them, I love you and I forgive you and I release you to your highest good. And ask them for their forgiveness of your part. And aim to go beyond the drama and to see the love within this other person instead. Even if it's really difficult. Feel the love in your heart and see it extend out and reach their heart and blast them with love. Say to them, try and look them in the eyes and say the love in me 
salutes the love in you. Blast them with love, see them surrounded by your love, knowing that you are not depleted of love by doing this. And then see yourself being filled up with love. Your heart is overflowing with love. Every cell in your body is being filled with love. Your mind, your heart, your body, your spirit, your soul. Breathe in this love, this feeling of love. Exhale, release and let go. Imagine before you held a sword above their head. You were angry at somebody and you held a sword above their head. And you have reached a place now where more than anything you just want to be happy and at peace within yourself. So where you might have gone out into the world in a mode of attack and defence, Imagine taking hold of that sword from above somebody else's head. You grab it with both hands and you remove it from their head and you place it down on the floor. You're over it. Feel any anger, hate and resentment leave you now. See anger, hate and resentment being drained away from your heart, being drained away from your mind and you are left with more room for more love. Every time you inhale, breathe in the energy, the feeling of love. Exhale, release and let go. And just enjoy now that feeling of love within you. Take your hands in front of your chest and almost it's like you're taking off a jacket and as you take it off you feel your heart expand. You feel more room within your heart, in front of your heart. You feel more space for love. Where there was once a wall in front of your heart blocking your God. The wall has now disappeared, the bricks and the cement have gone. It is safe for you to love. It is safe for you to be happy. Breathe in this love again and know that every cell in your body knows that your aura is being completely filled with love. Exhale, release and let go. And when you're ready, bring your attention back to your breath. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes. 
Inhale, love. Exhale, release and let go. Inhale, love. Exhale, release and let go. And when you're ready, come back into your body, back into the room. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes again. And when you feel ready, open your eyes. And just notice what you notice. Maybe the room around you, the energy around you just feels a bit different, something has shifted. And enjoy, enjoy the powerful, the most powerful spiritual practice that you can do. Enjoy witnessing how it changes your life. And as always, let me know your experiences. Get in touch. I love hearing from you. You can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram at Laura Jane Hand or at laurajanehand.com. Drop me a message, get in touch. I would love to hear from you. Bye.